Hello, welcome to Film Rating Review. My name is Jean-Marc Lejean. Today we'll be talking about Annabelle Creation. Annabelle Creation was directed by David S. Sandberg and written by Gary Doberman. It's starring Anthony Lee Paga, Sarah Mara Lee, Miranda Otto, Brad Greenquist, Lula Wilson, Tabitha Bathman, Stephanie, Sigma, Mark Bermthal, and others. It got a Rotten Tomatoes score of 67 and a Metacritic score of 62. Warning. This episode is spoilerific. That's right, I spoil Annabelle Creation. If you don't care about spoilers, that's fine, but if you do, pause it right here and come back after you've seen the movie. Now let's do the IMDb description of this movie. 12 years after the tragic death of their little girl, a dollmaker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from the shuttered orphanage into their home, soon becoming the target of the dollmaker's possessed creation, Annabelle. That description was pretty good, but I think mine will be a little bit better. Annabelle creation starts with that doll maker, of course, making a doll, and then it goes to him going to church, and then his daughter super dies. He has a daughter, she super dies. And then it cuts to a bunch of orphan girls in a vehicle driving up to this really nice house, farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. All of them run out. There's two little girls that are friends on the bus, and one of them is crippled and one of them isn't. They walk off the bus, and they're walking through this house, and they're amazed by how big it is, and they're going through and kind of seeing. I love this scene of them going through the house. By the way, it's an orphanage of only girls for some reason. No boys, only girls. And it's run by a nun and a priest, and the priest is just leaves, and it's just the nun and the girls, and then wackiness ensues with Annabelle a scarecrow <laughs> and a nun actually a demon nun is in this and oh yeah there's also a well that kind of they do stuff in I know what you're thinking Mark this is the first horror movie you're going to be talking about on film rating review like seriously this this one I mean you're not going back and watch classics and talk about them uh, sure I will it's just not Halloween, you know? It's not October. I like watching horror movies over the summer and in October. Those are like my prime times to watch horror movies. And then I, when summer's over, I stop watching horror movies. And then I prepare for Halloween time. And then October, pretty much every single night in October, I watch a Halloween movie. Um, not the Halloween movie, but scary movies, suspenseful movies, horror classic slasher movies found footage movies i watched them all and i did that last year and it was very fun uh, i started yeah every, every almost every night uh, that i possibly could i watched a horror movie it was great and i wanted to squeeze some in not only that i've watched but that i liked i think enjoyed annabelle creation but let's go through the movie so yes it opens with a doll maker and a little girl and then she dies <laughs> she's super dead and then it just cuts to these orphans driving up in this vehicle, this, you know, not great vehicle. They go into the house. They really like it. They're like, this is the biggest house ever. Not creepy at all. And then one of them can't walk, but they found out it has, like, this chair that could, like, go up the stairs. You know, one of them, like, electric chairs. Like, and it goes up and down the stairs. 
And I'm like, oh, the potential for scariness. It's this chair you sit on and it slowly ascends and descends up and down the stairs. That'll be great. The house looks creepy. It has stained glass windows in some places. You kind of have the nun with them guiding these orphan little girls and also some teenage girls and also some middle school girls. Uh, they center around the two youngest girls who... And one of them is actually from Ouija Origins, which is a great movie, which I hopefully will review in the future. And the other one is a cripple girl who is like has is like intense face girl. Like she's always making an intense face because you know she one of her legs doesn't work. Then you're not supposed to go in this one room. They have that going on in this movie. Where it's supposed to be locked and then they unlock it it's the cripple girl it's based around her so the cripple girl goes into the room she's not supposed to go into somehow it's unlocked now and then she goes in the room and she's like oh i found a key i wonder where this key goes and then she opens the door and boom there's annabelle there is the doll annabelle in a room that's covered in pages of the bible and instead of running away and screaming like she just stares at the doll like ooh, oh my gosh that's a little scary but it's not gonna stop me from playing in this room like if i open a door <laughs> me <laughs> a grown man open a door to anywhere and it was pages of the bible surrounding the creepiest looking doll i would have ran away screaming i'd be like nope i'm out out of noped out of there and I would have thrown holy water on me and I would have prayed a lot to make sure it didn't like follow me. And I would have ran to the nearest holy person, you know, especially if you have like a nun that's living with you. And like, I would have immediately ran and said, I need to show you something. You need to come here. And then I would have ran her upstairs and like, there's this creepy doll. Why are there pages of the Bible around it? Don't you think that's weird being a nun? And yeah, of course the priest, that could have been some help during the situation um, because, you know, movie logic, priest, demon, he exercises demons. It's just he's gone. <laughs> he drops them off and he leaves and he doesn't come back till the end of the movie. He just he's gone. And then you have this nun and she's good. The nun's a good actress. The two little girls are good actresses. It's just like, wasn't, shouldn't she be more suspicious? Shouldn't she be like, I feel an evil presence? Being someone who is of holy nature, wouldn't she like feel the evil around her? She never once feels it. And maybe because she lives downstairs and everything evil is going on upstairs in this house. So Annabelle does the thing. She starts moving around the house and then her friend... Starts moving around the house, and only the two little girls are really interacting with her. Annabelle's not really messing with anyone else until, like, the dad finds out that they've been in the room. And come to find out that Annabelle hasn't been active in a while. And then he freaks out when he hears about Annabelle, and he makes a cross out of wood. Uh, he just makes this cross. Like, oh, I'm just going to make a crucifix out of wood this will help with my annabelle situation it hasn't helped in like the 40 years that i've been living here but now he decides he's gonna make like a crucifix and go after annabelle i am skipping around a little bit there were some genuinely creepy things some of the scares worked in this time and 
Also, I'm liking the characters. I really enjoyed watching their journey through the house. It was just, there were some things that didn't really connect, but I was still enjoying it. I was just turning my mind off and enjoying this movie. Even when I think about the inconsistencies, it doesn't ruin this movie for me at all. But anyway, let me continue. So then the cripple girl goes back into Annabelle's room a second time for no reason. And then starts getting chased down by a literal demon. And it's like Longhorn, like what do you think a traditional demon would look like? Except when red, it was black. But I think it looked cool, actually. My only problem with like horror movies lately like this and like Sinister and other movies like that is like they're the ghosts aren't translucent anymore uh the ghosts you can clearly see them like they're just a human in a room and i don't like that at all i don't like that whatsoever <laughs> i'm like it's a ghost they're like ethereal they're they shouldn't be solid things they shouldn't be oh hey who's that guy oh he disappeared i guess he was a ghost no it should be like oh what's that ghostly figure in the hallway you know it just it doesn't and i guess i guess that's i guess it's easier you don't have to spend money on like special effects if you just have a guy standing there in old clothing or have some guy in demon makeup kind of floating around and like the, the black they never really show what the demon looks like uh they don't really like show a guy in a demon outfit per se you just kind of see the face more than anything which is cool so then the girl goes to run downstairs when she sees this demon she gets in that chair she gets in that just waiting for that scene and she goes down and she's going down and then it stops and it starts going up and she's trying to click the button she's not going up and i'm like just jump out just jump out of the chair she never jumps out of the chair she gets all the way to the top of the stairs and there's nothing there <laughs> like at first she, she looks up and she sees this little girl okay now I, I forgot to mention this she was seeing a little girl first when she first opened the door for annabelle but then she it gave her like a scary face it's like a little girl and then scary face the second time it was a little girl and then turned into demon and she was like ah so she's going up the stairs and she sees the little girl and she's like oh no i'm gonna go up and little girl's gonna get me it, it would have been so creepy if you just would have had a shot of the camera just going upstairs and just as you're going up you see the girl slowly turning into the demon but instead it cuts away from the shot of them upstairs it cuts to her in the chair freaking out i like this shot believe it or not of her sitting in the chair on her left is just darkness on her right's the stairs and I, I love this this scene but you're expecting something to happen and then she flies up in the air and the scene is over like oh she just disappeared she flew up in the sky <laughs> into the ceiling i guess and is gone and the next thing she's on the ground she's fallen from the sky onto the ground and then she goes to the hospital and comes back and she's like we need to leave i you know there's something evil here and the nun's like no there's not i'm a nun i would know <laughs> she's like no no no, i can't we can't stay here and then her friend's like oh not only okay so one of her legs was broken now both of her legs are broken so she's like let's get out of the, and she does get out of the house she's in this like old wooden wheelchair she's outside of the house and then Evil Nun pops up out of nowhere. Evil Nun is from the Conjuring movies, by the way. Evil Nun 
pushes her into like a barn or like a shack on the farm that they're living on into the shack and then that's where she gets like possessed because possessing someone the demon gets on top of her and just spews blackness into her mouth and that's how you possess people in this universe apparently and then she started to act different and then she started killing people (laughs) And then you have her other friend while she's getting possessed. The, her other friend, the other little girl who can walk, who is the younger younger of all the orphan girls, is like dealing with Annabelle doll moving around, seeing demon hand move the doll around. And that's creepy. And I like those moments. And then the wackiness ensues when the dad makes that crucifix, like I was saying earlier, confronts Annabelle, but it's possessed in this little girl. And then his fingers get cracked back, and he dies. He dies immediately. The doll could have killed these parents at any time. Annabelle could have done this. I don't know why. What? And then this, there's this whole side plot where his wife, the old guy's living there, and his wife is just sitting in bed, and she has this, like, mask over part of her face. And it's because she did the same thing her husband did. She came in with a crucifix, but she actually dropped hers and then Annabelle demon like scratched her face. So she wears a doll mask over her face, which I actually kind of like that imagery. I'm not going to lie. The ending to this got a little over the top and ridiculous. There were some crazy weird things like the, the mom, you know, the one with the, I was just talking about with the, the face plate, the doll face. She gets like cut in half. You don't know how, but she gets cut in half and like nailed to the wall and then you come back in a later scene and she's like crawling around with half a body and i'm like oh okay i guess i don't know if oh uh i I still don't know what that means or what that yeah it was scary i guess i just don't know what what it meant to everything else that was going on i guess is she gonna become like a bad evil person like the like the evil nun was and so the nun finally like figures out there's something scary spooky going on because she sees the dead father that's what starts the the climax of the ending and then she immediately gets taken out <laughs> she gets literally thrown against the wall and she's out so then they're the, you know the, the girls are running around screaming basically and oh yeah there is a scene where she throws the annabelle doll in the well with the nun and then it starts making noise and then the nun and the little girl run into the house and then when they do the doll's sitting back on the couch and then the nun's like all right time to go then the nun decides smartly that she's going to confront the mom about what happens this is before the mom gets turned into half mom where she gets cut in half well, anyway, she confronts the mom, and the mom tells her the backstory of how they, their little girl died. They prayed to get the little girl back, and then whenever, like, God didn't help them, they chose the devil, I guess. And they prayed to Satan, and then they would see their daughter every so often, and then they would see it more often, and they would leave them fun little notes. And then they realized, oh, this thing's dab nasty evil. This thing is just so evil. What, what do we do then the mom confronts her little girl who turns into a big scary demon and scratches her face yeah her crucifix also didn't work at this time and then they called the priest and then it locked him in a room and then the nun was like okay so the nun gets taken out boom after that 
and then it's cool because it's supernatural some of the time but then you have this literal little girl that annabelle possessed you know the cripple one but she can walk now and she's literally running around a knife trying to kill people and i actually thought this was kind of cool <laughs> because if they would have played it correctly you'd be like well is this girl crazy or is she possessed by a demon? Like, if you never would have saw it, if you'd have saw her from a different perspective, you'd have been like, oh, she fell down the stairs. Oh, she's trying to get attention because her legs are broken. Oh, now she can walk? Maybe she was faking her legs being broken this whole time. Oh, now she's killing people? She's a psycho this whole time. And then un unveiling that maybe she was possessed would have made things more interesting. But I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed what it was and what it did. It sounds like I'm complaining about plot points and, and my preference, but I really did enjoy this movie. I walked away from it like, oh, okay. That wasn't bad. I was okay. And, and there were moments in this film, early on in this film, when the two younger girls were, were talking and they're crying about not having a family and crying about how hard it's been being an orphan. And I think that's something that that more people that make horror movies are starting to realize is that it's good whenever a horror movie has an emotional core. Kind of like what they do at Pixar. What they showed at Pixar is you can have a funny movie, but it needs to have an emotional core. Something you can attach yourself with to these characters and relate to them on, on a basic human level. Ouija Origins did this great they had some real human moments in that movie that grounded the characters to a level that I hadn't seen before that point in recent movies. It wasn't like in these old 80s slasher movies where it was like, I'm a generic teenager. Whoops, I'm dead. It was deeper than that. Uh, especially in the second Conjuring movie also had that. You need to show characters struggling and having real things happen to them. They seem like more real characters if they're going through something. They're emoting to something and they're not just generic teenager generic a little scary girl generic older parent showing them struggle and dealing with it and then talking about that struggle it's nice i like it so the ending of the movie happens the nun pops back up in the movie they're running around the house she throws a rosary around the, the little girl's neck which is great throws her in the closet where annabelle was originally locks the door and then they run out and then the house like catches on fire i think is that what happened uh, i oh no all the lights like burn out or something and then the cops show up and they go <laughs> into the room that had like all the bible pages on the wall and it, there's like a big hole in it <laughs> but the annabelle doll is still there and then the priest comes out and he's like well it's just a doll now did any of your girls want it and that was a good reaction and then they tie this movie to the first Annabelle movie, which I thought was interesting, but the first Annabelle movie sucks. I could do a review of it, but the first Annabelle movie just really sucks. But they tied it to the first movie, and then credits roll, and then they have a scene, at, like kind of after mid credit scene, where you kind of see Annabelle move. Like, I sat in the theater because I was like, oh, they said to stay after the credits. And I stayed to watch Annabelle kind of move and turn its head towards the camera. Like, that's what I stayed for. You know, that's unless there's something after the credits that I missed, like, all the way after. But I don't know. We didn't stay. I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to know. You know, I don't need Samuel Jackson to come up and say, I'm getting a bunch of 
scary monsters together to fight an even bigger monster. Like, I know, I'm, I'm okay. It wasn't a bad movie. Okay, I enjoyed this movie. There are little things about it that are like, well, if you really ra- think about it, you're like, well, maybe you could have done this. Or maybe, and yeah, but I don't know why I love this movie. I recommend Annabelle Creation. You don't need to see the first this is a prequel to the first annabelle movie but if you want to watch annabelle creation then annabelle go for it i guess but the annabelle movie is not great annabelle creation i enjoyed what is something that i wanted to see i actually okay this this is like a scene i made up in my head but i wanted to see it like the reveal of annabelle it really wasn't annabelle the doll you're looking at the doll, but it's always something happening on the side of Annabelle. It was never that the doll was moving around. It, it just the doll just so happened to be being placed places by this demon. You know, I'd be like, "Whoop, I'm a demon. I like dolls, apparently." Or, you know, it's attached to the doll, but it's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna place it on this chair and move the chair." Like Annabelle really wasn't moving around, and I wanted the scene at the end where Annabelle, the doll, was moving. And you could clearly see the doll moving. And I wanted to see it just standing there like at the end of a hallway. And then the girl staring at it. And then Annabelle, like, eyes slowly move over to the girl. Like, it's just staring into space. And then it, like, kind of moves up towards the girl in this dark hallway. And then its doll hand raises up and points at the girl. And then the girl runs away. And then Annabelle's like chasing it, or you can hear it chasing it. That would have been awesome, <laughs> but that didn't. That didn't happen. There are still some scary scares in there, and some spooky scares. But some of them were obvious. You're like, oh, yep, that was when the scare was supposed to happen. Oh, that was when that was supposed to happen. But I was still on the ride of being scared while watching this. Cheese factor. Let's talk about cheese factor. There was a cheesy moment at the end. Of the, there, was, there was maybe a couple of cheesy moments at the end, but the one that stuck out was when they connected it to the first movie. And they showed that the girl who escaped that was possessed by Annabelle, she got came older and killed a bunch of people. She lived a full life. This possessed human being lived a full life. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just started killing people. And that was kind of cheesy. Connecting it to the next movie was interesting, but ultimately kind of cheesy. And you're like, well, any other cheesy moments? I don't know. I really like the moments between the nuns and nun and little girls. They seem genuine. They seem fun. Uh, I actually think the stuff with, you know, there's the guy and the woman who lived in this farmhouse... I think the moments with the wife were cheesy. I was like, this seems a little unbelievable. And they said, oh, well, she's sick and she's she's in bed. And maybe her sickness had to do with Annabelle. And Annabelle had something to do with her being in bed and feeling more and more sick, even though they locked Annabelle away in a closet. I don't... Why would you keep staying in that house? If all this crazy stuff happened in this house... Why wouldn't you lock Annabelle away, burn the house down, and leave? I mean, some people were like, well, she's my house. I wouldn't do that. That's my house. I'm like, oh, okay. But seriously, if a doll was trying to kill you and 
severely hurt your wife or your significant other, you wouldn't be like, oh, whatever, cool, we'll just lock it in a closet. We'll get a priest over here, lock it in a closet, and we'll just live here. It's fine. And you know what? In like 10 years, we'll invite some kids over to stay in this house that has the potential dangerous weapon in it. I'm sure curious little girls won't go into a room that has playthings specifically made for little girls. I'm sure that won't happen. I'm sure they won't be curious, break the rules, and find a demon doll we have hiding. I'm sure that won't happen. <laughs> and yeah, did there's some logic things that are wrong with this movie. But ultimately, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed sitting through it and just being like, yep, this is a fun, scary movie with fun, scary parts. The director of this movie's last film was Lights Out. I did not like Lights Out. <laughs> I thought the short that he made for Lights Out was amazing. I thought the movie that he made, it had some good, it had some good parts, but the ending wasn't great and it just they, there were yet again like things like just logic leaps i didn't like in it this movie is far and above way better than lights out it is so much better than the original annabelle movie even it seemed like lights out was like his first attempt at a movie and he tried really hard but it kind of failed at parts but this movie was great this movie was beautiful this was a very very beautifully shot movie it looked really good he was able to get the actors to emote in a way that I haven't seen in other horror movies. And he got some genuine scares in there. Even though some of them are predictable, he had some really genuinely good scares that were very creepy. And as much as I talked about wanting a translucent ghost or wanting a ghost that isn't solid, he did a good job of having a demon character that looked very very scary and he didn't show a lot of it it wasn't like he was like oh it's a solid demon he he showed just enough to make it look scary and there wasn't a lot of cheese in this movie there was just some cheese so it wasn't overly abounding with cheese where you're just rolling your eyes it was a very well executed movie with only some cheese here or there but not enough to destroy the movie as a whole who was my favorite character that is hard to say i can start by saying it wasn't either of the parents it it's out of the two little girls that were in it one the crippled one and the not crippled one is how i'm going to describe them and it's out of them too and i almost want to just say both of them because they had good chemistry together they they really played the best friend orphan thing and then the one girlfriend being kind of this sad cripple to this menacing evil person who's going to stab you was a great turn and she acted it very very well and then the other one just playing a scared girl and well you know what i'm gonna give it to to the cripple girl her name is to Talabitha Bateman and her name's Jay Janice in the or her character's name is Janice in the movie. I'm gonna give it to her. I, I think she did a really good job because she really had to carry the scares. And she did it. And she did a good job and she was a good actress for being so young even. She was a good actress. Thank you for listening to Film Rating Review. My name is Shamar Lujan. Please subscribe to Film Rating Review if you want to hear more. Uh, please hit me up on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, if you like video games, check out Game Rating Review. And if you like video game news, I have a weekly news show on Fridays that is very good. So go on the Game Rating Review 
go watch them Friday news show. It's my favorite thing that I do on Game Rating Review, as well as doing reviews, let's plays, and vlogs all about video games. This was Film Rating Review. Remember, don't put too much butter 